This February, history will be made. Millions will watch as 80 years of unjust stigma is left in the past. A product that drove good people to the black market will be revealed as one that's creating a new global market. This February, what inspired the symbol of counterculture will at long last be seen as just culture. The new normal is coming. Will you be one of the first to see it? Visit MedMen.com to watch an exclusive preview. Welcome to Brain Machine Network.com. Hello, white America. Welcome to the next episode of Dark Tank, the podcast where one white person tries his best and fails. Um, still kind of reeling from the last episode. It got a little hot. Um, not for any reason, really. It was just, you know, it was just uh, Things just got fucked up. You know, we keep tearing each other down. And I, I don't, that's the thing I don't want to do on this podcast. I want to tear you down. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I want to tear Max down. Um, uh, our, our guest, our gentrepreneur for the day is, um, <laughs> which is a term coined by another, gentr- a future gentrepreneur, uh, Matthew Broussard, by the way. Oh, man. Um, so uh, our gentrepreneur for the day is my good friend, Max Fine. How are you doing? Uh, not happy. Uh, look, <laughs> He's scared. You say good friend like you're not goading me into just being a fucking idiot. Look, we... I'm sorry. It's a trap. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, there have you been have... worse traps. I guess. Yeah. You're like, currently paying for the sins of your ancestors like we do on a daily basis. Oh, so... no, no. You can see Max. You can hear Max on the <laughs> Austin and Max are friends podcast and on Sirius XM satellite radio dot com dot net internet uh on our panel for today is uh who you've heard our first guest you heard her on the last episode uh the last very angry episode of dark tank it and wasn't also angry it, it was, was it was a it was it was out of love it was a lot of love <laughs> uh it was angry angry love i went angry i was i was passionate passionate <laughs> real passionate yeah, don't say slow everyone hello uh, friends people confuse i think especially when black people are speaking Mm-hmm. They confuse passion for anger. Yeah. And it's like, oh, we're just having a conversation, and this is just, people of color are just loud. Yeah. And so it's like, nah, man, I'm trying to say, no. And it's like, but anyone else, like, as a black person, you walk by that conversation, it's like, these niggas mad. Oh, no, they're having a conversation. Yeah. Because you take mm-hmm. two seconds to be like, what? Oh, they're fine. Because <laughs> oh, oh. you're like, oh, can I listen, or should I walk faster? So, yeah, it's weird how we have that trigger, and then nobody else does. Right, it's like, oh, because other oh. people just assume that it's a you, problem. Yeah, you're like, oh, I'm going to call the police. Okay. Like, no, it's just, oh, ah, oh, they fine. they just talking about chicken. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. <laughs> uh, okay, so the other the other voice you hear on our panel is uh, my good friend Khalid Rahman. Who, hey, what's going on? You've seen Khalid on Conan and on the upcoming podcast, the F and Up podcast with LeClerc. All right, yeah. 
the clerk, Andre. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Thanks for being here. How are you doing? I'm good. I mean, I was shook up. Me and my man were sitting outside just listening to the ruckus going on in here. Yeah, it it, it got in, it gets intense. I feel like Kanye is a bit uh, a tough subject for a lot of people, but I think we made it through. I'm going to have to go and call call Rob later on, make sure he's okay. He's Rob fine. fine. He's Rob always fine. fine. Rob is fine. He doesn't care about us. He's good. He's fine. <laughs> he looks so sad. He's okay. This is what people don't understand about Rob Hayes. This is what he wants. Apparently. He wants us he, to be doing this right yeah, that's now. Right. He wants. That's he just right. wants us to be talking about him like fucking Kanye. It's the Rob exactly. Same shit. <laughs> like you think he wouldn't pick up some lessons from his hero? No. Okay. He's also well, so problematic. I. It's going to be, like, fucked up if this episode is not as heated. Because we're talking about black-on-black black crime no, today. Like, no, like, no, 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 like, no. It's a trap, nigga. Why would you, why like, would you bring just, on Max Fine for this? Because I think he's going to... Fuck it up is what's going to happen. You want me to look like an idiot. And I get that, and that's fine. I know that's okay. You should have picked a different white person. I should have. You should have picked a white person that has one thought a day. I don't (laughs) think at all. I am. Okay, uh, well, so let me just, like, quote some fake statistics real quick. Great. So, so like, all these black guys, they're just always fighting each other in the streets. How do we stop? How do we... What do we do about it? You know, they're always just like going into stores and stealing from each other, and they're always. Uh, well, that's all right because we don't own the stores. Accurate. Uh, fact. Next fact: ninety uh, percent uh, of murders are by black guys. What's up with that? What is this? That is, that is in general the crazy. Like ninety percent of all murders. He said it was a fake 90%. statistic. No, but I know it's fake. These... But that's a bold fake statistic. <laughs> <laughs> Corner on, man. Uh, that's one of those Fox News statistics. I'm not even. There's not even. No, a I feel there's like nothing over, on this. There's screen. nothing on this screen right now. <laughs> that is ninety percent like, of all murders. Rough, period. They. I don't. Uh, they say. They say all this shit like, uh, like. 70% of murders of white people are by black people. No. It's like, no. What? No, set, like, it's... I, I, we you know take what? care of I ourselves, think thank you. Before, we, I think before the discussion happens, nope. Max, I want to know what you think. So, like, how do we solve this problem of black-on-black crime? So it's a problem that doesn't exist, right? Is that what I'm... No, 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 black-on-black no, crime is real. Right, but the statistics aren't. Yes. Okay. So black people will never answer a census. So, <laughs> we won't. All right, so I think that... We need to make the job of police officer only available to black people. That's your that's your pitch? I don't I didn't even know what this was until like, uh, like twelve hours ago. I was like, what the fuck? I thought that this was like I'll be honest, uh You thought it was fun? No. You thought I, it was going to be a fun podcast. No, I knew it was not gonna be fun as soon as I got the topic and looked up what the topic was. Oh man. I uh, I have just more or less been like staring at walls like what the fuck you you're allowed to say no oh what you don't have to do the podcast did you not <laughs> no <laughs> if because someone I... asked, what no if some, right. look if someone asks you to do a podcast like this is a very white lesson that i'm teaching you now you do sometimes <laughs> you can have your way and not do the podcast i say no to stuff all the time i well Saying no is my favorite thing. Oh man, it's great. It's yeah, it so feels good. so good. Oh, oh god. Man, I... Oh, can you waste your day on my? Po- I can't. I no. can't. I can't make it. You don't have to do that. You, you don't have, have, you to, don't do have to do anything. You don't want to do, Max. 
Well, we're doing it. That being uh, said, yeah, yeah, we're doing it. We're, so, so, okay, so, so you're our solution. Only so let's like like turn it into a a, a state issue and not a race issue. Uh huh. Wait, mm. what do you mean by that? I don't know, honestly. I wrote this out earlier, and I was like, this sort of makes sense to me in my head. And now I'm thinking to myself, you know, someone else gave me an idea is what it is, and I'm just kind of repeating it, and now I'm terrified. So we have to be mad okay. at that white person. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. State yeah. issue. That doesn't. Okay. We got to get his info I'm going to text on. him right now and say, <laughs> yeah, really tell, to me tell right him now. he's a, tell him he's an idiot. Who, yeah. Wait, who was who it? What's his name? Was, name names. Was, it, was name it Austin? Names. No, Austin has no idea I'm here. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> How do you say it like that? He has a group of people who like told he's, he was coming he in case be, he doesn't come back. He can't be cheating. Yeah. Who, who? Tom Russell. Oh, Tom, Tom. Russell. Why would you ask Toast Because anything? he was there. Uh, he was just uh, there. And I was you're getting like, advice from a kid named Toast? He goes by Tom now. Does he? <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, okay. Yeah, all right. You got advice from a kid whose nickname was Toast. I would rather just be educated if that's cool. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, look. So, um... um well, first, a black cop like punched a dude in the face in Baltimore like yesterday. I so, saw that. Uh, yeah. Um, Did he punch a black dude? Yeah, yeah. a lot what? of times. Why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, the guy was just you know, mouthing off. They were mouthing off back and forth to each other, and then he just started punching this dude. And then his black partner didn't do anything to stop it or pull him back. He just like started beating the shit out of this guy. Everybody Blue got on showed up. Yeah. Uh huh. On some Hungarian candidate shit. Uh, yeah, some blue shit showed up. Yeah. So, um, well, when I hear about black on black crime, I saw the statistic one time, and I remember, I um, this is not a flex, but I took gifted classes all through school, mm-hmm. and when you take those classes, they actually tell you information and let you dissect it, as opposed mm-hmm. to making you regurgitate information for tests. Mm-hmm. So somebody had brought up black on black crime in my uh, sociology class, and then my teacher goes, but. Most of the crime committed by white people is against other white people. So most black people are killed by black people, but most white people are killed by white people. Because you commit crimes against the people you live around. Right. Well, so correct me if I'm wrong. Like, the statistics are always to skew the conversation away from, right? Uh, Yeah. To make us look like criminals. Yeah. Right. Okay. So... They'll tell you how many black people are in prison, but they won't tell you what that means, which is that the prison system is skewed to unfairly... And they won't tell you that more white people get arrested because just by sheer population. Sure. Uh But more black people, black men, black and brown, black and Latino men get sent to prison. Okay. So you have more white people just arrested. Mm -hmm. More white men get arrested than black men. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. More white men smoke weed than black men. Right. But it's. You're sending more black men to prison. The consequences gotcha. are always the consequences more are always harsh. higher. Sure. So yeah, it's for black if you do this, you get a slap on the wrist. If you do this, you're going to jail for five or twenty years. Mm-hmm. So it's always the emphasis is always to criminalize us. To the point is always give them a felony so they can't mm-hmm. vote. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. So you take away the power from that. So when you have this whole idea, because they always talk about. Black on black crime, but no one's talking about the crime in other. Right. Because like yeah. no one's talking about like there's there's predominant like I grew yeah. up in a Latino neighborhood. Mm-hmm. No one's mm-hmm. giving us those numbers. Yeah. Nobody's talking about all these white all these white guys are always embezzling money from each other. What do we do about that? How do we? Yeah. How well, do they expect us to fix the problems in their community when they're always but then, uh, committing these white collar crimes? Right. But then we yeah. just forget about. I realized the other day I forget about that there's poor white people. Oh yeah. 
I forget about that all the time. It's yeah. easy to forget about that because the media doesn't focus on it. Right, and doesn't want. So I understand we have this like people talk about disenfranchisement. It's one of the biggest disenfranchised groups. I mean, not the biggest, but one of the yeah. groups that is voting against itself on a regular yeah. basis. Yep. Is poor white people. That's a tough one for me because I'm always like, we need to represent poor white people more. But then the second they hear that, I'm just like, I don't, no, nah, I don't, I don't want to. You know what I mean? Because they, right, they, they're the they're the most like. It's also hard so to aggressive. represent a group that doesn't want to have a coalition with people who look different than them, but have well, the same economic. Their entire identity interest. is based on uh, at least I'm not black. Yeah. Right. It's, it's while you sitting up, you know, completely replicating our culture. Yeah, for a lot of the things, um, the backwards hat is in, is is gone now because of poor white people. We we just had to lose taking that. everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But what they the have given us hat. is crystals. That's what, and I'm not talking and about I'll, the I'll restaurant. Take, I'm I'll talking take it about on crystals. Boy, howdy! This is the one thing I can contribute to this podcast. I'm not talking about the restaurant. I hope <laughs> I'm not talking about the restaurant. Either. You know, I've got right. my rocks. <laughs> your rocks. You know, rock. your rocks. I'm not talking about the rocks. I'm talking about white girls named Crystal. Oh, oh, well, oh, boy, and all the work they have done with the black community. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> what poor white people have given us is white girls named Crystal. They always got mixed kids. They always drive an Impala. They stay smoking Newport, and they will bail any nigga out of jail. Damn. Far too often, though. They got dreadlocks. No, 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 no. These are the girls with the I date black I, dude's haircut. I feel like. And they have uh, too many rings on. Uh, okay. mm-hmm. And they was wearing acrylic okay. nails when only black and Latinos were I was doing it. Uh, from New Jersey. I was thinking of the Erica's with the Y. No, uh, no, 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 no. Different no, no. group. That's, that's like, <laughs> you're thinking of like them. a Skylar. The Skylar, yeah, yeah. Nah, Autumn, Skylar. Crystal. Rain. <laughs> no, Crystal's <laughs> the one that will live in the projects happily. Wow. Mm-hmm. Thinks is... every relationship should be interracial. <laughs> yes. Like my, my, like my Lyft driver last time I was in L.A. The, the crystal. Wait, was it a white guy? It was a white girl. Uh, she wrote a book about her interracial relationship. What's up with white Lyft drivers always wanted to talk to They always to got you. a book, They have man. a lot of things to say. They always got a book. Just get them to put on a gospel station. I bet you they'll shut the hell up. Yeah. Well, uh, as a former white Lyft driver, I always <laughs> thought that like you get a better okay, tip just, if you talk to people. Oh, right? no. Plug, plug your fucking I love book just silence. Silence, hand me the aux cord. I'm like that's a five star review. Oh right there. man, yeah. yeah. Some people you have to you have to gauge. That's the thing is I could never do it because I get wanting to talk to people because you've been in a car all day mm-hmm. with strangers constantly getting in your car and eventually mm-hmm. you're like, I need to speak to somebody. Yeah, sure. I need to talk. I have interacted with twenty people today and not spoken to anyone, mm. so it has to be a weird thing. But if you look at cab drivers, they speak to nobody. Oh yeah, yeah. I would if I drove for Lyft, I would never talk to anybody. I would love it if people got in my car and just like rolled up the little glass thing that wasn't there. Like just if it knocked w- on it periodically. Yeah, yeah. Garcon, great. That would be great. Like no, 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 can't do it. So you're just gonna install just a piece of plexiglass in your Toyota Camry and be yeah. like, no, nope, this is a limo now. I would love it if like somebody started talking to me and I had to like physically wrangle a piece of plexiglass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I don't want. Um, so uh, on the note of uh, on the note of uh, black police officers, uh, to get back to the subject. Um, so you, just, you see, the idea is all the, the idea was that. From what I understand of it, the idea was to take 
the emphasis off of to make to make it like a government thing where it's like oh this is you know this isn't a race thing this isn't black on black crime uh this is crime in general Okay, so he doesn't yeah. know what black on black crime is. I don't know what black on black neither crime is. Does. No. Neither does Toast. God damn it. Because I'm black so on sorry. black crime. Okay, so, so. So, look, I'm, I'll be honest. I deliberately called it that because I knew you wouldn't understand. <laughs> Man, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> no, black on black I, look, crime is not, a, it's not a phrase that he coined. It's no, not, I know that. It's, it's not a thing. It's, right. Well, it's, a, it's, a it's an actual thing in the sense that. Black people commit crimes against black people. But it's not a thing in the sense that it's not this like weird uh, phenomenon where black people are killing each other and other races are not doing that. It's framed in that way right. to make us look like criminals. But I yes. mean it's it's a it's a, a creation of a right wing media type of deal where yes. yeah, it's a, well, it's it's a, a wedge a- issue to get old and ignorant white people to vote the way they need to vote for these people. Absolutely. It's to make people afraid of black people for no good reason, yeah. to rile up the base of now Trump and whoever in the future to make it look like, man, if you don't vote this way, mm-hmm. all these angry niggas going to come up the hill and take your shit. Absolutely. And that's all and it is. The, You'd think it, they would want black on black crime. Like, let them kill themselves and be done with it. Well, they do, which is why, I mean, that narrative is a self, uh, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Because them having this attitude of why should we help black people if they won't help themselves uh, is what feeds into them voting against helping black people which in I mean in turn these right wing policies is what is what are keeping us in Mm -hmm. positions where we have to commit crimes against one another if we were all like I would I would love it if there was like black on black embezzling all the time that the (laughs) the dude at uh was it Morehouse um, I forget his name, but he just embezzled like thousands of dollars from uh from, from the their school? financial aid department. Oh, that dude, yeah. that's like, when Morris Brown went down. Yeah, yeah that's, that's like when Morris Brown went down. Yeah, they were stealing financial aid money because the girl I went to college with, her sister was at Morris Brown, and then a guy I grew up with, he was at Morris Brown when they lost their accreditation. Uh-huh. It was his senior year. Yeah. So they had to accelerate the program. So he graduated in March. Damn. Oh wow. Because at the end of the so at the end of the school year they would have lost their accreditation. Wow. So it was like if we wait till the end, your degree isn't going to mean anything. Yeah. But if you graduate in March, then you still have some value to this degree. But that's what mm-hmm. they were doing. Yeah. They were taking this financial aid money and then telling the students they weren't getting financial aid and then they would have to get loans and pay the school. But right. these the people in the financial aid office were living like Oh, of course, yep. I and, mean buying fur coats, just acting real ignorant, mm-hmm. just flagrant with this shit. Yeah, the same shit happened at uh, Morehouse. This it was one dude who worked in the financial financial aid department, uh, just rocking fur coats and shit, while every while other students can't get financial aid and that kind of stuff. It was like it's fucked up, and it, I hate seeing black people do that to other black people. And then part of me was like. We're on our way out of petty crime, nigga. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> We're stealing from the government. White collar crime. Yes. Well, you I know, mean, you know you the know. black on black crime isn't real also because when you have huge incidents of white on white crime, it's never called that. 
No, like it's like called, Bernie Madoff crime. was like that's, white on white crime. Oh, that's crazy. He just like cleaned out the just tons of people, scheme? and he targeted people who were, who were also Jewish. Yeah, because it was like the trust thing. It was yeah. like, I'm in the community. Yeah. I'm gonna take care of your yeah. money, and he just wiped out everybody in the Upper East Side and all these yeah. people who had their Fuck. money with him. Yeah, yeah. it's never called white on white crime. It's just like, oh, that was just some like you know, embezzlement. Embezzlement. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. He's a horrible man. He destroyed families. Like yeah, but he also preyed on his own people. Mm-hmm. But no one's going to go, Jewish, Jewish crime. You're like, no one's no. even listening to no, that. No. Nobody calls it that. Nobody gives a shit. It's also funny to me that the fur coat is still like a thing to show off. Yeah, right. It's like, <laughs> when the people caught on, like, just get like a, a different kind of coat, a leather coat. Yeah. Like, fur coat. I got a, I got a floss. Yeah, like at what point is it prohibitively expensive to where we're not even trying that shit anymore? I don't know. I don't know. A Coca-Cola mink still looks good. Yeah. I don't know, man. I feel like Macklemore killed the, the fur coat. Did he? Yeah. What is little silly ass music video? Yeah. Oh, the thrift store thing. Mm Mm-hmm. You know that's the nastiest fur if ended up in a thrift store. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know I'm glad he took that instead of just rap in general. (laughs) (laughs) Ha! I feel like it could have been worse. Could have done it. Listen, yeah. who's that G Easy boy? Isn't he a white boy? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what is going. Listen, I was like, oh, I like this song, and I saw him, and I was like, my roommate loves him, and I'm just like, I don't. I mean, I was I like, oh, because my brother was singing it. And I was like, it ain't safe. Okay, let's see. And I listened to the song. I was like, oh, I like this song. I saw the video. I was like, wait, what? Yo, I found this out This fucker was... looks like an agent. I found out he was yeah. white before I heard that song. And then just hearing him say, it ain't safe for the black or the white girl. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? What do you mean by that? Like, what, in okay, what way? First of all, a man just repeatedly saying, it, it ain't, ain't safe, safe. should right? be our mm-hmm. first red flag. Right. Everyone should be like, why are we, why, why, why are we letting him? Like, why are we not talking? Well, about you know that why shit? we're letting him? Why this? Why he exists? Why Macklemore? Because everybody got fooled into thinking Eminem was good, Eminem and he was is not good. Crazy. Have you tried listening to his music lately? Yeah. It's I all heard... about how he wants to do violent and terrible shit to his mother, and oh, he yeah. hates women. No, no, no. Yeah. That was his, his second album. Yeah, he's I'm been just... doing that since I was in high school. When his second came, and I was like, oh, he wants to kill who? You know what? Let me. Let me this is my first for a minute. And I like when this second album came out, I think I was probably like a senior in high school or freshman college. And I was like, and I went to a women's college. Yeah. So yeah. they were like, oh my God, if you're Eminem, Eminem's album, we were like sitting there in a the room going, oh no, 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 no. Well, yeah, America Fool. A lot yeah. of us stopped being Eminem fans that day mm. yeah. when his second album came out. And I were like, you want to kill your who? Who? Yeah. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna I'm tap out. I, I mean, this t- it was I, graphic. I've Tie her up, put her in the trunk, drive into the river. I mean, this like really I, messed up. I love weird... that now he's yeah. trying to like backtrack a little bit and like pretend he's like, he's like oh, this me too thing that happened. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm I'm on the anti. What had what had meant was like, no. So what? So, yeah, like so what? First yeah. of all. Chance the Rapper put out the best protest track uh, on Colbert like the week before. Nobody said shit about mm-hmm. it. And then Eminem is like in a parking garage rapping in front of all. That the- song was terrible. That was really bad. That shit was bullshit. That and all these black dudes are in shit? the. Like, of all the people in that garage that have some. that have a dog in the race against Trump. It's the one white dude with the most money. But he was brilliant the way he did it when he came out because he surrounded himself with all these black people. That's what I'm so saying. So he had this Who like he people? had this like cloak of like legitimacy. Yeah, and cloak people of were blackness. Like, he's from he's from a poor place in Detroit. He grew up with black people. He can say whatever he wants. But then no. people, and people kind of ignored all the massage. All, all I know that. is yeah, when that exactly. came out, everybody was like, "Oh!" And then it died. Yeah, because it wasn't 
good. It, no. it was a spoke. When I heard, I was like, "Oh, I mean, I'm just spoken word now." Yeah. Okay, so we that's should an awfully hot coffee pot. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "This is spoken word. It's trash. I'm just not. I wasn't here for it, and I haven't been here for it." Maxie, you alright? I'll be honest. I have not understood a single reference <laughs> <laughs> since, since you oh, said man. since you said since you said the thing about fur coats. How crazy is that's still a thing? Have not understood a single thing you guys have been talking. Oh, the way you, we're on brand. Yeah, <laughs> brand. yeah brand is strong. Should have found a white person who has thoughts. <laughs> yeah. I, seriously, you got the dumbest person. Look, like, man, I, I thought it was. I thought it would be. I thought I it would, would work love to be face. able to talk about anything. Uh, yeah, what because do you, I mean, do you have any more thoughts about like? What do you want? He's not throwing out okay. trap subjects. What yeah. do you think about black women's hair? Go. Is it real? I'm, no? I'm so confused. Because <laughs> I, uh, I know I know Macklemore is a white guy. I have no idea where the fur coat thing came from. He uh, has no. this song where he wears a fur coat. And he gets it from the thrift store. Yeah. Gotcha. Cool. That one I've got covered now. He wears his granddad's clothes. Okay. Uh, and then it went to, I don't remember the other guy you were talking about. G-Eazy. Never heard of him. Uh, and then I know who Eminem is. We know. Mm-hmm. I've never really listened to his music, though. Interesting. What? Uh, How? How? Because, you know, uh, I, I listen to worse music. Uh, and that, was, <laughs> that was my thing. I, I okay. you know. I buy that. I so, buy it. uh. Listen, I don't listen okay. to a lot of Kanye West and Rob Hayes, don't believe it. I know. Yeah. I, I remember he had that one video that, uh, the Without Me video. I remember that one. Yes. And that's the that, I think that's the last Eminem song I remember. I remember. You sound like my that's grandmother. I remember that one. He had the one <laughs> yeah, when he, he was the... in the garage. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. where. And after I, that, I, I checked I, out. I get that along one with much. most grandmas. It's <laughs> like this is. I'm just very overwhelmed. <laughs> okay, I like, okay. I feel like to uh, to just keep you included in the conversation. Um, I. I th- I think we could just do a quick debunk of black all black cops. Yeah, I want to. I want to know. Every more. time people talk about like uh, about police violence, they always there's always somebody on the internet that says some shit like, "Well, if you want to fix the police system, just go be a cop." It's like, no, I'm not gonna give up my fucking dreams to go be a cop mm-hmm. just because I want the police system to be, to be fixed. Especially knowing that the police uh, the police unions the police force in its entirety is a racist institution yes. that breeds racism in people of color towards other people of color and real in reality if you want to talk about black on black crime that is the one of the biggest sources of it is black people black police officers against other black people when you see shit like in baltimore or you see shit like the like the la riots when people are uh you got people like Looking black cops in the face and be like, "Why are you on their, their side. side and not helping us out?" Because they well, want to show out for the white people. Cop. Have this, it's this like, false idea that when someone who's black goes into the police into the police force, they still remain that same black person. Exactly. But, but that thin blue line stuff is real. Yeah. Unless, it's like, unless, unless it's Atlanta police. Unless it's Atlanta police. And Atlanta then they, police. Okay. Atlanta police. I remember. Atlanta police. We got a we had a party <laughs> get shut down at the hangar a, yeah. a, a few yeah. years ago. And the one black cop in his like little, he was obviously a rookie in his like ill-fitting little uh, uniform, is like standing out this outside the door, like, "Yo, y'all want to go in? Y'all, I think, <laughs> like, you want to hang out for a minute? Like, well, I've heard that about pretty- New Orleans black police as well. If yeah, you ha- when you police. have cities, I think when you have cities that have not only a predominantly black but have black wealth, mm-hmm. I think you're dealing with a different kind of cop. Like, I met yeah. an Atlanta, a black Atlanta cop who became a cop because they were hiring. 
not because <laughs> he are. wanted to be a cop. Yeah. Well. Like, he was telling me, like, he was outside of a, uh, he was doing, like, it was on duty at a club, and there's all these cars, there was, like, at a bar, and this homeless man had a rock in his hand mm-hmm. and was looking into parked cars. Like, this man had a giant rock wow. in his hand, was looking into parked cars, and he's just standing there watching this dude, and people are going, are you going to do anything? And he's like, he hasn't done anything. He's like, but he's holding a rock. He's like, yeah, but I can't. He hasn't done anything yet. You can hold a rock. He's like, you're allowed to hold a rock. You're allowed to hold a rock. But it was all these people yelling at him at this bar, like, you're not going to do nothing. He's like, I can't do nothing until he does something. Mm -hmm. But he was like, but also, he's like, I'm just trying to chill. Like, this man, like, Dude, like if you're gonna bust a window out, don't make it so obvious. And I was like, ah, <laughs> nice. Yeah. But like, I, cause I literally have a bit about it. Like, I didn't know that the cops were killing black women. You never talk about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. But also, I grew up in Atlanta. You know how many cops I've yelled at? Yeah. Wow. I've yelled at a lot of, bl- I've had cops hit on me, block traffic. Like, I have a, mm-hmm. I have a bit that I do after, like, it's, I talk about this black cop blocking traffic to holler at me and my homegirl. And then this black woman is yelling at him, hey, nigga, move your car. Wow. So obviously, <laughs> we're not thinking in this mind. Now, if it was a white cop, never. No. Yeah. If you're a white Atlanta cop, you deal with too many black people, and you cannot be trusted. Yeah. Because it's, you're either going to be try to be cool guy cop, or you're going to go way in the opposite direction. Yeah. There's That's no why whenever I see that an um, unarmed black person is killed by the police, I always look at where it was. And what was the race of the cop? And I don't know if it's been... I don't think it's been a lot of instances where it's been a black cop no. that has killed an unarmed black person. No. There have been... I've seen uh, white and Latino cops kill black uh, black people. I've seen... I've seen white cop shoots off-duty black cop. That <laughs> yeah. was crazy. That is, that's happened here a few times. Yeah. And it's like, didn't he just show you his badge? Yeah, that's like... I mean... And that's the thing. So the solution can't be black cops because of off-duty black cops. Because once you take your uniform off, then you're, you're just, just a black a person yep. again. Yeah. So you're still susceptible to the same dangers and issues that regular black people have. So. And I, I, I mean, I also just think like, I think the there is some credence to the to the idea in the sense that like, in a black neighborhood there should be cops that are from that neighborhood, yeah. which sure. would, by necessity, mean black cops. Well, in right. New York City, there is that's one of the biggest problems. The people who yeah. police black neighborhoods do not live anywhere near black neighborhoods. They yeah. live in Staten Island, they live in Long Island, they live in New Jersey. Yeah. So they don't even know the people they're policing. Yeah. So, and, that's, and that's another big problem. You well, shouldn't strangers. that be the idea anyway? You police the neighborhood you live in? I mean, that hasn't been the idea here in New York City for a long time. Well, I mean, in general, not just New York City. Well, I think it's a lot of times that you don't want cops to police the neighborhood that they live in because it's you don't want them to show any type of preferential treatment. Mm. So if you're, but even if you're a black, right? But even if you're a black cop who polices a different black neighborhood, Mm -hmm. just as the nature of black people, we're gonna go, hey, black cop, what you doing? Like we're gonna ask, sure, we're gonna Mm -hmm. talk to him. Same thing with, like, with predominantly Latino neighborhoods. There should be Latino cops in that neighborhood because it's, you're going to, it's just, when you have a black cop dealing with a black person, he's not coming in with that same level of fear. Right. He's going to, he's, it's always, anytime you pull somebody over, you can get shot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is totally feasible. 
Anytime you don't pull somebody over, you could get, get shot. shot. Yeah. Just being out. a cop, which when that to finish one point, it's so I completely understand it's it is a dangerous job. No one's negating the fact that it's mm. a dangerous job. But it's when you if you've grown up as a white person, you're taught inherent fear of black people. Then you mm. become a cop and then you're taught further fear of black sure. people. So anytime you interact with a black person, it's how many pe- how many times can somebody get killed because you told me to take my wallet out, I go to go for my wallet and you kill me. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you can't say follow directions and then I followed your direction and you shoot me. Mm-hmm. I thought he had a gun, but it's a cell phone. It's a wallet. It's the thing you told me to do. Yeah. So when you have that black cop, I think it's you don't grow up with that fear. You're taught a distrust when you become a cop, but I don't think you have that inherent yeah. fear yeah, 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 yeah. that a non-black cop would have. Mm-hmm. Basically, so. we need less bitch ass cops. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> also, long that's way why blue, but also, cop. but that's why Blue Lives Matter made me yeah. so mad mm-hmm. because I'm like, you go to work every day, you yeah. put this fucking uniform on. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're in the military. Yeah, yeah. Where you're also, like, you have, have you heard of the Crips? Is that not complicated for you? Funny, love it, love it, love it. So it's that's why I was like, this is your job. Mm-hmm. This is your job. If you're a black cop pushing Blue Lives Matter, it's like, but you know you become a regular black person. The level yeah. of respect that people have for you mm-hmm. decreases on like inf- infinitely once a black person mm-hmm. who's a cop takes that uniform off. Mm-hmm. Then you are every other black person in the world. So you can be an off-duty cop getting shot by a cop. Right. Mm-hmm. And That's why Training Day was such a wild movie for me. Like, yes. Yeah. Walking around and... Uh, out of uniform pulling this kind of shit? Oh my god, it was Smoking nuts. PCP. And that's why it didn't work <laughs> when they lights? tried to make it into a TV show. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, we're gonna, make, we're gonna mix it up and make the white guy the bad guy. It's like, nah, no, that's the whole no, point. No, 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 <laughs> that's, 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 yeah. that's America. Yeah. Like, don't that's give me... It's like, oh, we're gonna flip the... No. no. The no. reason the movie worked mm-hmm. is because the black guy... And what's so fucked up is that's the only movie that Denzel Washington won an Oscar for. He yep. finally mm-hmm. plays a bad guy. Had to be crooked. Yeah. But I can say... That that's the most acting Denzel Washington has done. And this was before he did Fences. Mm-hmm. Now, Fences, mm-hmm. that was some acting. Before then, it was just basically nice guy, Denzel Washington, just being amazing. Was that before or after mm-hmm. Malcolm? That was after Malcolm. So I think yeah. I've got a few. It was like Malcolm X acting, mm-hmm. which he should have got an Oscar for. Yeah. Was he even nominated for an Oscar for yeah. that? Yeah. So he should have won for that. Mm-hmm. But it's just been these few times you get to see Denzel Washington act. But it was finally, oh, he's playing a bad guy? Let's give him an Oscar. You know, you should give him a fucking Oscar yeah. for Malcolm X. Yeah. As yeah. long as long as Halle Berry's not playing Storm again, I'm fine. Because <laughs> we all know Angela Bassett should have been Storm, right? Angela Bassett's great. Angela yeah. Bassett should have been Storm. Even based off the cartoon. Angela Bassett should have oh, been yeah. Storm. If I was the weather, I wouldn't listen to Halle Berry. Bitch, are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> if I was weather, bitch. What? <laughs> you get a light drizzle, maybe. Uh-uh. You get oh. a wind. Uh-uh, if I was the West, I wouldn't listen to Holly Berry. Fuck you. No. <laughs> Not I feel I feel like we need to do an episode on that. What? <laughs> on the weather. <laughs> I like do an episode of people who played the wrong role in the yeah, movie. Right? Oh, man. it's But it's interesting because like, I've been thinking a lot about it. And I actually had a moment where my brain just kind of like snapped for a second. Because it was like, I have I had no decision of being black. Mm-hmm. People made that decision for me. Right? So, 
As in, in a sense, I mean, my parents showed up, they made a person and they happened to be black. Um, so this skin was not a choice. And so I just kind of had a moment the other day and I was just like, and I don't know why it hit me so hard in that, in that moment, but it was when people hate you, like violently hate you just because of your just because of what you mm-hmm. look like is a very odd thing. Yeah. And I was talking to and I was also saying and also being a plus size woman having all this anger coming from people mm-hmm. because it's like, "Oh, I can see yep. how you're a flawed person." Yeah. But you don't know that this just happened when I like in the third grade I just yep. blew the fuck up and then mm-hmm. just stayed. It was genetic because mm-hmm. the same thing happened to my brother and the same thing happened to my mom. So it's this is a genetic thing that just stay, and I'm just like, oh, it's just this is how I look. Mm-hmm. So to get so much hatred from people just based on what you look and you did nothing mm-hmm. but exist, and there are people that just hate your sheer existence. And I was talking to my manager about it, and he was like, it's not personal. And I was like, that's what makes it worse. Yeah, is that it's not personal. And I said to him, you're Jewish. People hate you too. And he kind of was like, and it took him a second because he was like, oh fuck, yes. Because he lives as a white man. It's easy to forget. It's yeah. easy to forget. It's easy to forget, yeah. I had, I had to talk to my, my people at my job, are all Israeli, all Jewish. Yeah. And I was telling them that, that they're white. And they were like, no, we're not. And I was like, am I going to tell, tell a room full of white people that they're white? <laughs> this is going to be a weird conversation. Yeah. Well, I've had a conversation with people who yeah. are from up here. And that's mm-hmm. why like, I have that bit about like the North being more racist than the South. Mm-hmm. Because y'all mm-hmm. split up white folks. Yeah. yeah. You break down whiteness. Absolutely. To, you know, oh, this is Italian and Greek and Polish and Irish and da 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 You don't even know yeah. that Italian and Irish people were not white originally. Yeah. No. They were only been white very, relatively recently. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Which is so interesting to me because in my mind, I was like, no, you motherfuckers are European. What I don't yeah. like about that, though, is that people, I, I have these people in my life who I, I just yell at. Who were like, well, you know, if Italians didn't used to be white and Irish didn't used to be white, maybe one day black people can be white. I'm like, no. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. no. You've no, gone too far now. Like, Ramon, you know Ramon Rivas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, so he's doing Edinburgh, and yeah. he was he was talking about being Latino, and the people come to the show like, oh, we thought you were white. And I was like, what the fuck is happening in Scotland? Like, mm-hmm. Where you Pardon? can see a six-foot Latino man. He's half Mexican, half Puerto Rican. And you, I'm like, y'all let white lean real far out. And I was right. like, well, let's see what happens when I get to Edinburgh in two weeks. And if I get this shit. Because there was a guy who does this. They do this show called The Ethnic Show at JFL. Yeah. And this dude last year got mad at me. Because it was me and a bunch of other people in the show. And there's these two Jewish guys that do a show together. Mm-hmm. And there was this other guy on the show. And he's like, oh, I'm doing The Ethnic Show. And we kind of like, like, me and the two Jewish dudes kind of looked up. And we were like. And I was like, oh, uh, what ethnicity are you? He was like, oh, I'm Portuguese. And me and the Jewish dudes went, nope, Uh nope, no. (laughs) And he's like, oh, he's like, oh, my mom has an accent. I said, yeah, if your mom was French, she'd have an accent too. Uh That doesn't stop you. He just looked like a regular white guy. British people have accents. He just looked like a regular white guy. You just look like a white dude that kind of tans a little bit. You just look like, oh, he's Portuguese, Italian, Mm -hmm. Spanish, whatever. And I was like... Nah, you're still a white too. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, but like it's different. I'm like, no, it's, no, it's not. not. It's interesting yeah. though because the, the national, uh, their national like identity is so tied to being Portuguese. They're like racist against other countries that also look just like them. So it's for him, insane. he's like, That's he's like, I'm Portuguese. Bananas. It's not white. It's he's Portuguese. like, I'm ethnic. Yeah. No, you're not. That's like your, 
at that point, it's like your college football team. It's like, <laughs> sure, you know. Well, I it's knew kind of- a girl in college who was half Greek and half Italian, mm. and she was talking to a bunch of black girls about how she was upset that she couldn't get a minority scholarship. And I just went, I'm not entertaining this. Mm-mm. And I was like, you can do this. I'm not doing this. She's like, what? And she's like, well, I was like in like a club in high school. And I was like, you went to a very white high school and they let you do that. Mm-hmm. You're not doing that. I was like, you're not doing this with me. I'm you're not. There European and European does not make a minority. That's not how this works. Mm-mm. Plus, you can't yeah. talk to either set of your grandparents. So what the fuck? Also, you're, yeah. you're just Mediterranean. Thank you. It's Mediterranean as fuck. It's you're the just same a white person ethnicity. who can't. I can't do it. And it's so much so like when you go, so when there's some, so when you think about, okay, there's different groups that have been, like the Klan came against black people and Catholics and Jews mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and homosexuals and everybody, because people never talk about that. Mm-hmm. It's, well, we're all in the same boat. I am much more interested in seeing what still affects true minority communities. I'm not here for this bandwagon. Well, you know, well, we were hated. So No, you were hated 50, 60 years ago, 100 years ago. I'm not here for this. I'm Irish. I'm not here for that. Well, Irish no. people were slaves. First of all, no, they were not. So uh, they were not. They were not. Mm-hmm. There were women, who, the whole white slaving thing is just women getting kidnapped, okay? There were indentured servants. Yep. We were not offered that. Georgia was a penal colony like Australia was. Mm-hmm. So when you're coming over and it's like, yeah, but you were, you committed a crime and then you were a prisoner. That's not slavery. I like to think that after this podcast, you're just going to go back to where you, you're going back to just radicalized. <laughs> like, well, yeah. let so me tell you about minorities. Right. Like, here's my thing. I went to a predominantly black high school and I'm Jewish and I was raised, my parents are first generation Americans. Mm-hmm. From where? Uh, Europe. Where, Matt? Uh, Poland, Hungary. They okay. left during the pogroms. Okay. Uh, because... They were killing everybody. They were killing everybody. Uh, you know, I've got family that I lost in the Holocaust right. and all that yeah. stuff. And it's one of those things that growing up, you never are told you're going to be okay. As a, as a Jew with parents who, like, were raised to see, like, my grandparents never spoke a word of English. It's like, stay ready to run. You've mm-hmm. got to be ready to run. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. everyone is trying to kill you. And right. growing up in the we, South, yeah. in an area where... I was the first Jewish kid a lot of people met. I got beat the fuck up all the time. By who? Southern kids. Like, white Southern kids. So black kids weren't beating you? A few, but not because of, like, I mean... They were like, that was my personality. Yeah, that was on... (laughs) So they beat you up because you were you. But these white kids, they beat you up because you were Jewish. I got beat up because I was Jewish by, I mean, all kinds of kids. It wasn't specific to anything, but it was just... I felt racism in a different way. It's not something you can see on me. Yeah. But as soon as someone's like, oh, your last name's fine. Yep. You must be one of those kikes, and then black eye, or whatever. I, I didn't kike know. to you in a modern age? Kids in Atlanta. I like, didn't know people were still I using kike. Yeah, I didn't know I that did. was. A, but you I, know what's funny? I had no clue we were still I saying. I did this not word. know fine was a Jewish. Like, I, didn't I didn't know that either. I, didn't I know. had no idea I until it, yeah. someone. I hit thought me. it has yeah. to be something with like because you know I talk about that. Yeah, and it's like I'm thinking it's a precious metal or a Steen, a Steinberg, a man. Um, but fine, ne- I would have I never it. crossed I my mind. I will never forget a Hebrew teacher telling me, going through everyone in my class saying, what's your last name, this? You would have died in the Holocaust. What's your last name, that? You might have gotten away. 
What's your, and yeah. so like my whole life has not just been. I'm not just afraid of people. Right. Uh, I am afraid of everybody and everything because yeah. that's how I'm raised. And like, but and it feels very weird for me to try yeah. and relate well, to this. The, no, 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 I don't no, 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 like. But I it's think a good, that it's a place to like build. Empathy, I think, is a good starting point. But, but I, think I think he's going to understand more. I well, think, yeah, I mean, that's. I think that's where. I think that there's so many parallels when it comes to. I think when there's the fear, mm-hmm. there's so, it's. You were raised ready to run. Yes. We're raised the exact same way. I know that. Yeah. It's just I'm afraid. To, I don't want to. Step on toes by saying like, I, see, I, well, the di- the difference not, is just that it's how you uh, express it's, it. It's not mm-hmm. on your face. That's the that's right, the and I under and and, totally acknowledging that, and yeah. I'm not arguing that. But I I'm, think with some, but there well, were, but it is on his face. Like well, when it yeah. comes to, like when you see that during the Holocaust, they would measure people's faces, go yes. by last names, go well, by well, yeah, look. but that that kind of stuff is like. That's pseudoscience. That's it not a, like, it's not a real thing. It's it it a is a thing. thing people think they can assess that they really can't. Right, and so, so a lot of because like you know like Jewish people and Italians have are like, given the same features like in. I literally have a joke about it that I can't tell them apart. Yeah, <laughs> sure. I literally have well, a like, joke about it. Yeah, people but, stereotypes from are the same shit. Like yes, the, but yeah. what I because like when they first like when a lot of HBCUs started a lot of the teachers were Jewish yeah. because they couldn't get a job teaching anywhere right. else. Yeah. So they had to teach at a black college or black or a black professor is going to only teach at black college. Right. So it's so interesting that we're it's because you've been through targeting because of how you look and your name or whatever. And we go through the same targeting. It's, I feel like it's not fair sometimes to just go, He's white. He can't get it. But yeah, there's other Jewish yeah. people. Because, like, I think it was Ian Carmel had a joke about it where he was just like, did y'all know that Jews aren't white anymore? Did y'all <laughs> yeah, know this? I heard that. And I love that joke because it acknowledges this is like we're getting, it's like, okay, you let us kind of come in, but then you're always letting us know we're still uh, on the fringes of stuff. Yeah. While these other groups have come in and got to assimilate, uh-huh. it's our group has never gotten to assimilate. But I don't think it's, you can acknowledge historical pain when it's still this wasn't 50 years ago yeah and but what i also think is so interesting is people always want to blame if someone is from the south and something racist happens to them they always mention they're from the south yeah but if you're from up north and you and something racist happens to you you say I was in Pennsylvania. Can you believe it? Yeah, yeah, yeah I can't believe it. Mad racist. Yeah, Pennsylvania's racist. It's fu- I've seen more. I've been through. I've probably performed at fucking twenty something colleges in Pennsylvania. Can't tell you what a single one was called. Mm-hmm. I've seen more rebel flags yeah. in Pennsylvania. There are more country music stations in Pennsylvania <laughs> than there are in Georgia. Yeah, I've mm-hmm. seen more rebel flags on people's homes, cars, in the back of trucks in Pennsylvania. Then I've and I've been to oh, yeah, almost absolutely. every I've been to every southern state except Louisiana. Yeah. Well, I think that's because the North wasn't castigated for slavery. No, absolutely, exactly. Right. And right. Just, and and yeah, I got called J. Cole in Rhode Island. Island. I've never been right. called J. Cole anywhere else. But mm-hmm. it's the thing is, the South is the only place that's had to reconcile with racism. They're yeah. the only place that's ever been yes. required to do that. While the records of the country gets to coast, Levittown mm-hmm. was one of the first suburbs. They didn't allow black people. The most segregated city in the country is Chicago. 
Mm. LA's racist as shit. Yeah. Portland didn't allow black people to 1919, I think. I mean, Portland I was, was Port Oregon was started as a haven state, mm-hmm. as a white haven state, by a former slave, uh, fucking slave owner. So, and they didn't allow black people in the state. If you had slaves, you could have a female. I just looked this up for something. In Oregon, you could have a female slave for three years, and then when she, and then after the three years, you had to get her out of the state. You could have a male slave for two years, and then you had to get him out of the fucking state. Mm-hmm. Couldn't buy property, couldn't do anything. And then it was like, then it's like 1926, they're like, eh, we'll probably black. And then there were still curfews, you couldn't be out past. Still like, sundown towns, yeah. all the other places. Sundown yeah. towns weren't just in the South. They were fucking nationwide. Yeah. So America gets to play this game of fucking keep away mm-hmm. with racism because it's like, well, at least we're not the South. But if you've met white people from the South, they've interacted with more black people. Absolutely. Than any other group of white people from the country and the rest of the country. Counter to that, I went to high school in Birmingham. I spent my entire time there thinking, well, it could have been worse. A lot of things could have been worse. Yeah. There was a my it was a boarding school. My my freshman year roommate every time I went into my room would do a tribal dance when I went when I closed my door. Fun. Uh, which I found out from another white kid. So I was like, I don't wow. know if I can even trust you on this. Damn. Right. Uh, I my. I when I won a soccer game, I got my name got printed in the newspaper as Yadoye and some random ass uh, African last name because they thought Travis wasn't African enough. Uh, she is weird. Your dad's that's American. Weird, that's just some weird yeah. racism. It's weird, it's racism. weird it's racism. Weird racism. <laughs> well, that was some shit they thought was funny, uh, and like I, had, I'm not saying that it's like we can't absolve them, but what I'm saying, but it is, does is that get overlooked in the. It does get it gets overlooked else. as in everyone likes to pin racism on the South, and I'm is not it, saying yeah. the South isn't racist. What yeah, I'm yeah. saying is, is quit playing this fucking game like it's as it's happening. the only place yeah. in America. What's well, the default? People don't understand that racism is the default of American places. Yes. Right. So and like it's... the most racist places I've ever been was growing up in in Brooklyn in the eighties and Bay and Bayside like. Bensonhurst and Bay Ridge, these places were like the most racist places. And everyone in New York would be like, oh, we're so liberal, we're so tolerant. It's like, have you been to Staten Island? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Manhattan. Oh, yeah. You ever see fucking black people mm-hmm. in Manhattan? Yo, why do you think the trains are set up the way they are? You, you can't get from Brook- Brooklyn to Queens? Like, why is that? You know? Mm-hmm. But why somehow we need a Second Ave- Avenue Q train yeah. still in 2018. Y'all, can, y'all can't walk two, three blocks to get to where you live. But why like, is it, you're saying that there's a what was the re, was Queens an affluent neighborhood and all the black people lived in Brooklyn? Well, there was white flight. There was several t- different types of white flight and different generations of it. That so went to the, Queens. They went to Queens and then to Long Island. Past that, once black people started moving into certain places in Brooklyn and then different places around, um, like the I guess kind of Lower Manhattan, mm-hmm. white people started fleeing towards the suburbs. But not they would make stop offs before the suburbs into places that were on the edge of the suburbs, mm-hmm. like places in Queens and Ozone Park and places like that, and, and mm-hmm. into Long Island. So there were always white flight type things happening from Brooklyn specifically. So you get a lot of these like places where you just can't get to one place or the other, and it's like, oh yeah, they didn't want black people to go out there where they were, and that's like a big thing that you talk you, know, you talk about L A. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's I mean you can't even get to like. Anywhere, LA is a huge auto town. Their their transport is entire. It's it could also still be for the same reason. But they're like like auto industry. There's like there's like trolley tracks that have been ripped up. Oh yeah, no they 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 try, but it's because of like it's a big part of it is like the auto industry lobbies are keeping uh, public transport out. Well, that's a big thing in Atlanta too. That was like my big 
that was my big project in college was white flight in like Kirkwood specifically, mm-hmm. and then out to the suburbs, then back to Kirkwood, then to downtown, out to Decatur, out to Sandy Springs, or whatever. Mm-hmm. It exists everywhere. Absolutely. It's just that the I South mean, gets the name because of the accent. Exactly. And, and we can't get fucking trains to Alpharetta because it'll bring crime. That supposedly. tax was yeah. so fucked. And, and like, then they act, but they do actually run a train, like the North Line, they actually pushed it up just a little bit further. Yeah. Mm. But think about what's interesting is how long them white people were paying for 400. Mm hmm. That toll on four hundred was on was there four years longer than it should have been. Yeah, yeah. And the governor was like, because like all the congressmen were like, well, it's paying for stuff. And eventually, the governor was like, no, we already paid for it. Mm-hmm. You said the whole point of four hundred was to pay for four hundred. Mm-hmm. We paid for it four years ago. Why are you still milking these people? Fucking pay this toll. Yeah. That's why they got rid of the four hundred toll because the governor was like, fuck no, this yeah. is stupid. Yeah. But I lived right where the cutoff was when they started taking because I. Because we moved to Miami when they started building 400 and we came back. Mm-hmm. So all of 400 used to be people's homes. Mm-hmm. They just yeah. went like, uh, what is it, eminent, no name, eminent domain and mm-hmm. bottled people's houses right. out. Because when you think about it, there was no way to get out of, um, there was no way to get out of like basically the northern part of Atlanta to get into the city. Mm-hmm. But when you talk about like the Olympics cha- completely changed the dynamics of the city. So when you're yeah. talking about black on black crime and stuff like that it's when the olympics came they tore down all the projects in atlanta except for mm-hmm. the ones that are on boulevard yep mm-hmm. and then they gave everybody housing vouchers and sent them down to jonesboro mm-hmm. in riverdale and then the crime rate shot up 300 percent because you had the same people who were robbing folks downtown mm-hmm. all you did was just move them 20 miles south yep so you just took an entire community and picked it up and then dropped it down somewhere else mm-hmm so, and then it's like, oh, the, the, we've got black-on-black crime and Clayton County and all this other stuff and the like the school system, lots of accreditation. Mm-hmm. But it's like, well, what's the solution? But you created this problem. It's like problem y'all did that. Because you didn't fix them where they were. You mm-hmm. gave them nothing where they were. Yeah. You weren't trying to help them where they were. So when you scoop up all these people and then drop them off and was in the suburbs, you just basically, the, the mentality didn't change. Exactly. Because you didn't change them any kind of way to be better when they kicked them out. Mm-hmm. You didn't give them the resources they need to not have to do that. To, to, be not, to be not be doing that. But you, that's the thing, the hardest part about when you explain stuff like this to white people is that if they're well-meaning white people, you have to literally go, the government wants us to die. Yeah. And they're like, well, wh- well why? Wh- they wouldn't do that. Yes, yes, they, they would. would. Yes, they would. How do you think they figure out how to build how many prisons? Mm-hmm. It's based off test scores. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. for-profit prisons. For-profit prisons. Yeah. I found out a few years ago that you could buy stock in a prison. Oh, yeah. yeah. And about I know that fucking shit. drop me on my I'm ass. Sure business mm-hmm. is good. White man told me that. Yeah. One of the contractors at my old job was like, you can buy stock in a prison. I was like, what? He said, you shouldn't be allowed to do that. Yeah. You should not be allowed. Prisons should not be privately owned. Yeah. It should not be in your best interest for right. to, to, for to prisons be, to be full, right? But if it's not about but if it's not about rehabilitation, it's about recidivism because mm-hmm. you need people in those beds for the government to pay you for taking for housing these people. I mean, those yeah. are employees. They're employees. Yeah, you're getting a supplement from the government for having your jail full. Yeah, communities want to build jails, not schools. Absolutely. Right. And it, it's like, oh, it brings jobs. And it's like, but you couldn't. Schools could bring jobs. Right. But how? But couldn't you employ yeah. more teachers than you could? Couldn't you employ 
more build a school the size of a prison you know like hire more teachers hire more teachers like 3, assistants almost hire... 4,000 kids went to my high school yeah think about how many teachers that was yeah meanwhile they... I went to a very white school 300 oh I went to my school started very white my school was in USA Today my freshman year because it was one of those diverse high schools in the country and at the time the school was still like 50% white mm-hmm now, by the time my senior year came, they told us because white flight had hit the school so hard mm-hmm. and other people were moving in. Like where I lived in Norcross was like, oh, it was the first step when your parents got a new job. Yeah. Like when your parents got that good job. So when you left wherever you were and then moved into a suburb, Norcross and like, right. was mm-hmm. the first stop. Right. And then they would probably move up to fucking Brookwood or something like that yeah. or move further up into the county or move to Cobb County. Mm-hmm. And so my senior year, the high school was 25 percent black, 25 percent white. 25% Latino, 24% Asian, and the 1% other, whatever they had. Mm. So we got so accustomed to just seeing, because International Week at my high school was everybody's favorite thing. Yeah. Because it was like, oh, I know this, and I know this, and all, like, you know, the, you know, it's the people of, you know, the Indian kids are going to do their thing, and then the, you know, the Trinidadian kids are going to do their mm. thing. So it was that whole concept where it's like, but if you grow up in an area where you see all of those people, and then you get out into the rest of the world, and it's like, oh, this is not. Yeah. Because my college, all the black girls could sit at the same lunch table. Mm-hmm. And one day, and one day we got enough of us where we could sit at two lunch tables. Whoa. Mm. And then by my senior year, I walked in. I was like, am I at Spelman? What the hell right. happened? <laughs> what happened? What check did my college get? When yeah. they were like, if we get black girls, we get paid. Mm-hmm. So, but it was weird, the interactions of white girls, because like one day, I think some of us weren't sitting together. This white girl says to me, why don't you all sit together? Did something happen? I'm like, I don't know. We don't have to sit together. She's like, I mean, but like, y'all always, like, why wouldn't y'all be sitting together? And I'm like, I'm not doing this. Yeah. I'm not doing this. So it's still a view of, the thing that's most interesting to me is that if you are a white person growing up now, yeah. if you're a white teenager, it's not like when we were growing up, it's like, oh, you remember when rap music got on MTV and got mm-hmm. on VH1 and all of that. It's, you're completely immersed way more than ever before in black culture yet you can still look at us as other yeah and it's all and it to that effect there's also the whole like american like exceptionalism shit where the impetus is on every individual person to to be in charge of their destiny to where like i went to emory and any interaction people had with any interaction or lack thereof that people had with black students was the fault of the black students. It was always like it, it was the same thing with black and like Korean students. There was a lot of both. And people would always be like, well, why don't the black students ever hang out with us? Or why don't the Korean students ever hang out with why us? I was like, you don't. Them? Yeah, exactly. It's like, you don't. Have you tried to reach out? Have you been? It's also easy, easier than ever to tap into white supremacy. If you're a young white person, yeah, like yeah. it's mainstream, it's so accessible, it's mainstream and very accessible which is, online. Which so is that's so way more so than I was growing up. Well, it's just way different now. I mean, like, because do you remember when we were in Missouri and I mentioned being Jewish and that fucking guy started yelling in the back of the room? Yeah, it's like I asked who's racist and a whole table walked out. Yeah, well, I mentioned so the answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I remember that was the same. It was show. weird because the the people were still there. The tables, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> the table just came to life and was like, you know yeah. what? Yeah, got me. Yeah, we don't lock table. him, man. No, but 
No, but that was the same show when I mentioned, I said on stage casually, like, I'm Jewish, and this guy goes, fucking boo. For what? Uh, it's Why not? Uh, because you can, you can get away yeah. with it, and there's no consequence. Yeah. Because it's, we're in a time now where, yeah, the culture is all immersive, and everyone is a part of something, but... You can also, you know, get on your computer and hide away and get on a fucking, you know, like Stormtrooper website and no one has to know when you get back to school or when you go back but to work. But they're not yeah. – remember when the Klan used to hide? Yeah. 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 Remember today. when oh, the Klan yeah. had respect? They had a rally today. And <laughs> would hide? Yeah. Yeah. Remember when these racists would put a sheet on yeah. and yeah. would hide and uh-huh. now they're so bold and it's so weird because you have people going – well, they have a right to express mm-hmm. Yo, their opinion. And I'm I like, swear you God, can't the way, do that. No, the way people talk about racism now is like, they talk about it like it was done for a minute. And yeah, now when we're Obama like, was president, it's like, oh, we're in a post-racial society. Exactly. No, and I, Obama pissed off so many people. Yeah. What I say, um, Set the stage been, for now. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What I say is that... Uh, the way America is now is like what happens when you stop taking your antibiotics because you feel better. Mm. It's like yeah. we yeah, were yeah, yeah. we were trying to fix the problem and it felt like, oh, we made this big stride. We're good. And then we stopped and now we got super bugs. We got yeah. super yeah. viruses. We got the super gonorrhea. And it's but I can say the thing that's oddly comforting about this entire situation is that. Black people, fi- black people, and people of color finally get to go. We told you. Yeah. Yes. We told you. We told you this shit was still racist. We told you this shit was still misogynistic mm-hmm. and anti-Semitic. We fucking told you. And the entire time Obama was in office, and there was still racist shit happening. We were like, nope, we didn't fix it. Mm-hmm. Nope, we didn't fix it. And mainstream America was like, nope, we got a black president. We're done. And the rest of us were going, hey, hey, it's still what bad. Are you doing? Yeah. And then. Trump got into office, and then the shit got real bad, and all of and all of us got to go. We fucking told you, mm-hmm. and now you don't want to go home for Thanksgiving. No, fuck you. Yeah, go home and go talk to your dad. Yeah, go home talk and go to talk your to your dad because I can't understand. Like, last thought. Last thought. It's, and I think about this when I think about there are still people who are alive who survived the Holocaust. And to see new Nazis would That's I don't the most understand. Insane I could thing. not even fucking imagine or being a World War Two vet and going, We killed these motherfuckers. Yeah. yeah. We chased them out of an entire continent. This More was than the, one. Fucking, yeah. We did what the fu- and then there's people going, Well, I don't agree with what they're saying. But they but, have a right to say it. But they have it. a right to say it. But their right to say it insinuates violence because they know there's no consequences. Yep. So they don't have to put a sheet on. Mm-hmm. They can come out dressed up, mm-hmm. fucking put on a button-down shirt. Who's going to think that a white dude in a fucking button-down shirt is a fucking awful racist person? Me! Yeah. I'm always going to think that. Yeah. So now... Everyone. Shit, I wore a button-down <laughs> and I feel terrible. Look, I, no, no you're, you're not the people we okay, hate. Okay, cool. So, <laughs> but I, that's what I think I know, about when yeah. I saw those guys come out yeah. and I was like, white people have always hated us. Mm-hmm. You brought us to this fucking country, you made us work for free for 200-something fucking years, and you made us criminals the entire fucking time. And I think they're confused because we've never been like, you know what? Let's just kill these motherfuckers. Yeah. All we want to do is be left alone. Yep. That's all we've wanted the entire mm-hmm. time. Okay, fine. We fought a fucking war. You let us be. You didn't tell us to what. Okay. 
let us fucking live. There were more black congressmen right after slavery than there are right now. now. Yeah. Yeah. Just let us fucking live. That is all we've ever fucking wanted is to fucking live. And I don't know what it is about these people that it's like we got to fuck with them on a regular fucking basis. Yeah. The most bananas thing is like, I don't know. People keep asking why white people talk so or why black people talk so much about white people. I'm like, why do y'all do so much about black people? Right. Yeah. You act like be like because we have an opinion that means we're the problem when y'all are regularly legislating against us. I'm just like when we give an opinion, a, we're divisive. Yeah. Stop we're killing us. You're like, being divisive. How is stop like, killing we're us not, being divisive? We're not united. We can't be divisive Fucking, if you're n- you. if we're not united. I'm you know? so tired of the well. We need to go get back. I was on a show and the guy was running the show. I was like, we need to go back to when America was united and all these white people like, start clapping. And then I got up and I was like, this has never been a thing. That's like if I took a slice of bread out of a loaf and you're like, I w- I want to go back to when we were a, a whole loaf of bread. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. it was all fucking cut up. I wasn't supposed to take the whole loaf. No, no. I took a slice. That's that's the thing that's the most aggravating. It's we need to get back to when we were united. We yeah. were never we're never. United, you never wanted us here. And on that note, uh, if you had to put a a dollar amount on all black police force, even though we haven't talked about it for a minute, <laughs> if you had to put a dollar amount on it, how much would you invest in that idea? Dollar nineteen. Dollar nineteen. That's it. Okay, I respect it. Still Over all black police force. A dollar nineteen. I'm not investing anything in it. Okay. No. I'd say five thousand dollars. Five thousand. Yeah. Yeah. American dollars. Because I want black cops in Montana and Wyoming <laughs> and Iowa and Idaho, fucking Hawaii, Alaska. We're talking all black cops. I want these niggas everywhere. And I'm going to put in, hey, if y'all want some money, hey, am I buying uniforms? We're getting plane tickets? What the fuck are we doing? That's not bad. Okay. Because I would love to see black cops in Indiana pulling, yeah. pulling old white men over. What a dream. I... Honestly, I was going to disagree at first, but I, I feel like, for me, it's like, I'll do anything to convince y'all that this Blue Lives Matter thing is bullshit. Yes. Um, and if it takes having black people in a uniform, then yeah. It's not, it's not to fix black on black crime. That's it's, why I'm not talking about... All no, black, no, no, no. It's not. No, no, no it's no, a no, bullshit no. idea for this. I just, sure, yeah. Bullshit idea. Please tell Coach that it doesn't also, work. Also, can but, I say the only real black on black crime is when black people have a voice some fame, some notoriety, mm-hmm. and they use it to set the rest of us back. That Refer is black black to crime. the previous yeah. David Clark. Yes. David Clark and people like Kanye and people like this, that's black yeah. on black crime. That's yes. like some theoretical crime. That's not like Absolutely. in the streets crime. That's some real crime because it does real damage. That's black Slavery black crime. was a choice. Yeah. was the biggest crime. You're like, you're talking about an internship, Kanye. No. That's an internship. You were captured. It's for to be there for that long. What? Your whole world was that. Like, I wasn't there individually for that long also. Like, 400 years for one person? No. If I lived for 400 years and I was there the whole time, maybe I would be like, Where does 400 years come from? What's that? 400 400 years of slavery? That's not accurate. No, I don't. People are like, we were slaves for 400 years. I'm like, no, 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 no. That's from the Bible. Mm -hmm. It's a different group of people. Slaves didn't come to America in the 1600s. Yeah. Slavery ended in 1865. For there have been 400 years of slavery, that means that slavery would have started before Christopher Columbus even came to this part of the planet. I'm about to sip from this water that's empty. Because <laughs> <laughs> America's not even 400 years old. Learn today. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, 
So I think conclusion. I get. Yeah, I know. I know. Look, I'm sorry, man. Max, <laughs> did you learn anything today? Yeah. What'd you learn, buddy? <laughs> uh, that, that sounded way more condescending yeah. than I intended. Yeah. Uh, okay, hey, let's start okay. over. Max, what'd you learn? Still sounds sort of condescending. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. No, we're... we can talk about what he learned. Other than G-Eazy, that should not be his takeaway. It's fucking G-Eazy. All right, I, I, how about we just get a full book report from Max for the next episode? Oh, <laughs> I can read one off to you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, where can everybody find you guys on Twitter, on the internet? At Dulce Sloan, at Dulce Sloan, at Dulce Sloan. At Dulce Sloan, okay. Uh, at Khalid Says, K-H-A-L-I-D-S-A-Y-S on Instagram. I should spell it. D-U-L-C-E-S-L-O-A-N. Thank there you, you go. I don't post it in the thing. Yeah. Max, I don't know if you want people to find you. Or <laughs> I know, dude. Uh, it's at Max underscore fine on Twitter and at Eating Burgers on Instagram. There were other Max Fines? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, everyone, that, uh, thank you guys for being here. Thank you. That was a solid episode of Duck Tank. <laughs> you didn't do that the first time you said the name. No, did I didn't. I need a, I got to have an extra. So. I love that. <laughs> Thanks for listening. See you next week. Bye. Welcome to Brain Machine Network.com.